I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Like a Midas touch by the very first time I make decisions with my wallet, not my mind Too much money for one person to control Ooh, audacity will not buy back your soul Hello, welcome to Too Much Money, the podcast that asks, does being a billionaire make you crazy or do you need to be crazy to be a billionaire? I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Joe Piazza. And we are your hosts. Welcome back to the show. We have a real doozy for you this week. I like they're kind of all doozies when you think about it. Yeah, they're all they're all doozies. They're all good shows. They're all crazy (laughs) fast wonderful stories and and that's just why you know I start glowing every time that we hop on to record this show because because they're all just so good that I can't wait to talk about them they're yeah they're really they're really something else now Joe I have a question for you have you ever watched Below Deck is my first question no I'm familiar with what Below Deck is I have never watched it Okay. Okay. That's fine. You don't need to have watched it to um, enjoy the story I'm about to tell you. But if you have watched Below Deck, you are somewhat familiar with the whole concept of super yachts, big yachts. Well, well, I am. I am actually familiar with the world of super yachts. I'll just just, just let you know. Well, only because for a long time, you know that back in the day, I used to to write about celebrities, right? That's, I do that's know my, that. Yeah, yes. yeah. My, my yes. dirty, dirty past. And okay, I used to get set back in, back in the heyday of media when they spent money on things. Yes, I used to get sent to the Cannes Film Festival. Okay, and I would cover this this film. I festival. like where this is going. Right, totally. So I would cover this film festival, which was not at all about the films. It was all about which rich person's yachts you could get invited to parties on. And so uh-huh. I was I went to Cannes like maybe three or four times and uh-huh. I was constantly, constantly trying to sneak onto yachts. Now a yacht is not as easy to sneak onto as it is to like sneak into fashion week, which I used to do mm. a lot of too. Because mm. you often have to take a a different boat to get out to the biggest of yachts because they can't even mm-hmm. pull in yep. in into mm-hmm. the port. So it's a multi yep. uh-huh. multi layered process. And I will just tell you, yep. I only I've only ever managed to sneak onto onto one yacht. I'm not even going to disclose who whose yacht this was, but it was a party with so many A list actors and actresses that you couldn't. You couldn't walk 
walk down the gangplank, per se, without running into someone famous. And all I did, I didn't interview a single person. All I did was explore this yacht. It was like me going through your medicine cabinet at your house when I come to your house, except I was going through every available room that I could get into in this yacht. So that is my, my familiarity. I don't need to go below deck. I've been, I've been below wow. the deck before. Well, so, Joe, I have never been on a super yacht. I've never been on a yacht. Like, the closest I've come to a yacht is probably one of those, um, like, booze cruisy kind of tours that take you around, like, New York Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Never go on that. Never go on that. Yeah. You, it is always a three-hour tour, and you inevitably... Yes, and you can't get off. You can't get off the boat. (laughs) You can't get off the boat. You were inevitably too drunk uh, to be on a boat after hour two. And you're yeah. stuck. You're stuck it, on a boat. It's so true. So you might have guessed at this point that today we are talking about, not only are we talking about yachts, but we are talking about one specific yacht. We are talking about a yacht so famous that multiple, many, many news stories have been written about this yacht. This yacht has a name, like like all good yachts. Mm, yeah, you can't have a yacht and not have a name. You can't you have, have a yacht without a name. This yacht's name is Koru, which we will get to more of in, in a bit. But the reason that this yacht in particular is so famous, because there's lots of let's like there's lots of yachts out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you can't you can barely be a billionaire and not have a yacht these days. I mean, it's just it's just what you need to do to keep up with the billionaire Joneses. Like you need to have your own yacht. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that for, for the billionaires. Yeah. yeah, me too. But this is a special yacht. This yacht belongs to Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Founder of Amazon, fiance to Lauren Sanchez. And Jeff Bezos a few years ago decided that he wanted a yacht built for himself. Now, Joe, Jeff Bezos already had a yacht. He had a he has a four hundred million dollar mega yacht called the Flying Fox, but he wanted a different yacht. He wanted a different kind of yacht. Joe, he wanted what is called a sailing yacht. Now, huh. a sailing yacht looks more like a schooner. Looks like a sailboat than mm-hmm. what you're picturing as like the typical billionaires kind of like sleek mega yacht vibe. Right. Yeah. Because when I think yacht, I think Russian oligarch. Mm-hmm. And also, also yes. I think about the boat in the movie Overboard. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so now Jeff Bezos wanted this mega yacht to have to be a schooner partly and you know this is laudable partly for the environmental uh concerns because it can be powered just by sailing power like it can get up to 20 knots just on the power of wind alone so okay it was small small clap for jeff bezos for that the problem with a schooner is that it needs the aforementioned sails in order to (laughs) move and sails as you may be aware are quite tall and when you are trying to power a 
super yacht that is 417 feet long, also the longest sailing yacht in the world, you are going to need some pretty fucking big masts. In fact, you are going to need some masts that are 229 feet tall. Like 229 feet is about as tall as as what? Like, do we have a frame of reference here? I okay. So how many? Okay, so I looked up how many feet are in a story. So mm-hmm, what did we mm-hmm. say? Two hundred and well, like my ceilings are about eleven or twelve feet. Right. right? Okay. So so two hundred twenty nine feet is about eighteen stories. Jesus. Wait, no, sorry. 21 stories. It's about 21 stories. Also, we cannot do math, which is why we're never going to be billionaires, Dory. Yeah. So okay. it's 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 like a 21-story building on the top of a boat. Mm-hmm. And this boat was being built in Alblasserdam in the oh. Western Netherlands near Rotterdam, which is, you know, a, a shipbuilding hub of of hundreds of years, of centuries. Yes, yes. The, D- the Dutch are a shipbuilding people. The Dutch are a shipbuilding people. The problem was when they were about to finish the yacht, they had to get it out of the shipyard. Did it get stuck? Well, no, because they didn't even try at first because there was a bridge nearby that they needed to go under to get the boat out and it had a boat clearance of 130 feet that's about so that's i mean almost that's a little more than half of Mm -hmm. the height of the mast right and so jeff bezos with this sailing yacht that cost 500 million dollars 500 million dollars no no they were like, we were not going to be able to get it out. So Jeff Bezos said, well, I have an idea. I will pay to dismantle the bridge and have it rebuilt so that the yacht can pass under it. Now, the people You see my of, face right now, Dory. Yeah. Look at my face. Let me take a picture of my face. He was like, I have not been stopped by, by a bridge. <laughs> Who are you kidding? I'm Jeff Bezos. He was like, I will pay. I have so much money. It does not matter to me. I will pay to have this bridge demolished. I'm not demolished, sorry, dismantled and then put right. back together. Um, it is called the Koningshaven Bridge, known locally as the De Hef Bridge. Now, Joe, you might just see a bridge. In fact, a bridge that was not even in use. The bridge, the bridge was at this point just decorative. But to the people of Rotterdam, this was not just any bridge. This bridge was built in 1877. And during World War II, it was damaged and rebuilt. And then it was recognized as a historic monument. And then between 2014 and 2017, the bridge was restored and officials apparently promised it would never be dismantled again. Wait, okay, so this isn't just any bridge. No. This is this is, this a, is 
beloved bridge. Yes, a beloved bridge that apparently has great sentimental value to the people of Rotterdam. And the people of Rotterdam did not take very kindly to this billionaire coming in and telling them what they could do with their bridge. No, I would, I'll bet they didn't. What did, wait, should we take a break while we find, before we find out what the people of Rotterdam have to yeah, say Yeah, let's about do this? that. Let's, let's, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, we're back. Now, Joe, you know what? Actually, before we get to what the people of Rotterdam did, I feel like I haven't explained enough about this boat. No, yeah. Tell me tell me more about the $500 million yacht. I want to put $500 million in perspective because I feel like those amounts are important to put in perspective mm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the mm-hmm. average salary for, say, a teacher in this country yep, is yep, yep. something like... $55,000, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm yep. just going to divide $500 million by 55000 and see how many teachers we could pay with that yacht. I'm doing math right now. How's that going for you? Slow. I'm using, <laughs> using a calculator. According to my calculations, <laughs> we could pay, pay 9,000 teachers their salary their average salary for a year, which means we could double 9,000 teachers' salary for a year with the price of this yacht. So, you know, but, you know, when you're Jeff Bezos, it's like, do I pay for teachers or do I buy this mega yacht? And look, Jeff Bezos is going to Bezos. Jeff Bezos is always going to Bezos. He's always going to Bezos. Now, he has said that he plans on giving away most of his fortune, but like, you know, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, So 
here's what you get for your five hundred million dollars. Tell for, me everything with, with a sailing with a sailing yacht. Um, you get three outdoor decks. You get a main pool. You get a plunge pool. You get two hot tubs. You get a movie theater. You get a formal dining room that seats twelve. A casual dining room that seats ten. You get two bars. Everything is just like very beautiful and fancy. You also have a 36-person crew to run this thing. Okay. Um, You can have up to 18 guests on the yacht. And then you had mentioned in the very beginning of the show that a lot of times these super yachts have support vessels because... Mm -hmm. They're too big to dock and or there's like other things that that they need. Um, additional crew rooms, place for your jet skis, helicopter yeah. pad, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So all of these things exist on the Coru's support vessel, which itself is 200 and like 240 feet like the the support vessel alone is enormous um lauren sanchez who is jeff bezos's fiance she flies helicopters she has her own personal helicopter and the support vessel has a helicopter deck so well that's nice that they can can just fly in there's also so there's also like a support vessel for the support vessel there's like there's launches to move between the support vessel and the main boat, the main yacht. Mm-hmm. There's also on the support vessel, there is a heavy winch that you could use for a submarine launch. Now, there's been no sign of a submarine, but I feel like Bezos is like planning ahead. Like he's going to want a submarine. He's got the winch. He's going to, you know, he's going to need the submarine. Bezos is going to be bezoing a submarine. Bezos is going to be bezoing a submarine. Um, it costs, they, it's estimated that it costs around $25 million a year just to operate the yacht. Oh, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Right, this so is that's... not, this is a yacht. This yacht almost reminds me of a small village. Oh, totally. It's, it just, it's almost self-sufficient. It, it makes me wonder, and obviously this is something we'll be exploring in several future episodes. If this yacht is part of Jeff Bezos' end of days plan, because we know that so many billionaires oh. spend so much money on their end of days plans on their bunkers, yeah. And so maybe this yacht will—it's like be his bunker at sea, a bunker at sea. I mean, I'll bet he probably has a bunker at land too. But you also need a bunker I mean, at sea. That's like very L. Ron Hubbard vibes. Totes my goats, my friend. Totes my goats. So you, what you're saying is Jeff Bezos has his own sea org. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, that's yes. what I thought you were saying. Okay. Um, now, back to the name of the yacht. The name of the yacht is Koru, which mm-hmm. is a K-O-R-U. It is Maori for coil or loop, and it refers to the unfurling of a fern frond. Is Jeff Bezos... Uh, Maori? Is he a is he a he is, native nope. Pacific Islander? Mm-hmm. Nope, no, he is not. Okay. Um, okay. It is a design that is common in traditional Maori art. It symbolizes new life, growth, and peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
the writer, the, the writer and reporter Brad Stone, who wrote a book in 2021 called Amazon Unbound, Jeff Bezos and the Invention of a Global Empire, he gave an interview to the New York Times in May 2023 when, when people were writing about the yacht. And Brad Stone said the name was, quote, consistent with where we see him today. He is no longer this single-minded tech guy, Mr. Stone said. He's in media and Hollywood and has a new relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's that's so what that's one way to explain cultural appropriation. Oh, Joe, we are just, you know, we are just mere mortals. We cannot begin to understand the significance of using this word for his yacht. No. Okay. No. We will. We will. No, you're, I will shut my mouth. So shut my also mouth right on the prow of the yacht is uh, like a car. Wait a second. Could it, wait. Which, what's, a, what's a prow? Is the prow the part in the front of the boat where Leo and Kate do the thing in Titanic? Yeah. The prow is at the front of the boat and there's often like a like a decorative like woman or symbol or something like mm-hmm. on the front. Mm-hmm. So on Bezos's yacht, there is a woman, like a bare-breasted woman with like long hair. And when the yacht was first revealed, everyone was like, "Huh, that woman looks a lot like Lauren Sanchez." <laughs> like, did he no. just put a like a bust of his girlfriend slash fiance on the front of his boat? Now there was just a profile of Lauren Sanchez in Vogue, and she she said, <laughs> "This is actually kind of funny." She said. That 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 was in fact not her. If it was supposed to be her, the breasts would be bigger. How I like Lauren Sanchez, <laughs> which, like, I have to say, kind of made me chuckle. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but also, that is such rich person humor. Totally, it's just it's just full on rich. Yep. Was Laura? I have a. I have a, Can we go on a tangent for a second? Sure. Yes. I don't know a ton about Lauren Sanchez, and this episode isn't about her, but she wasn't a very rich person before she got engaged to Jeff Bezos. So, she, I mean, well, so she wasn't Bezos level. It would be hard right. to be Bezos level, but she was quite wealthy. She was married to Patrick Whitesell, who is the executive chairman of WME. Oh, oh, so she had money. She had money and she was also like in the like the upper, upper, upper echelons of Hollywood society, Mm -hmm. for lack Mm -hmm. of a better word. Um, And before that, she I don't know if they were married, but she was in a relationship with an NFL player and they have a son. And then she has two kids with Patrick Whitesell. Oh, yeah. She's got lots of money. Okay, She's got lots of money. I mean, she, Mm -hmm. like, I believe that the helicopter predated her relationship with Bezos. Like, she already owned the helicopter. So, no, she was not a billionaire, but she was not a poor person. (laughs) She's not a poor person. Okay. She's not one of us. She's not one of us. No, she's not. I mean, maybe she grew up. I don't know much about her, like, initial background, but I, but. She at at the time that she met Jeff Bezos, she came into the relationship with her own money. She I'm Googling pictures of her right now because I can't help myself. I can't. I'm just I'm always trying to learn more. And sure, uh, yeah. she does. She does um, have ample, 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 ample breasts is how she I does, will put yes, it. Yes, she yes, does. They she are, does. They are yes. quite yes. ample. Mm-hmm. They're ample. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. 
the last last we checked in with Koru, <laughs> they could not get it out of the shipyard. Um, now, to be clear, the the mayor of Rotterdam was in favor of the bridge dismantling and rebuilding. I'm I'm sure that it generated a lot of jobs. This building, exactly. They said it would yacht. generate mm-hmm. generate jobs. Also, I'm sure they wanted to keep Ocean Co., which was the shipbuilder. I'm sure they want to keep Ocean Co. happy. Like shipbuilding, mega yacht building is like a big part of the economy. Um, even a Labor Party city councilor for Rotterdam said he was fine with the bridge being dismantled since the city would not be paying for it because of the jobs the process would create. And he said, as a city, this is a great way to take some of his money. I actually, I love that for this city. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it turned into kind of more of this because Rotterdam was, you know, it's a working class town. Like the people who are actually physically building the ships are not wealthy people. Like, yes, the owners of the shipbuilding companies, I'm sure, are very wealthy. but they need like actual workers. And so it it kind of started being framed as, you know, Jeff Bezos is not known for treating like Amazon workers super well. It became like a big um, like workers rights sort of thing almost. Um, oh, wow. Like why should he be allowed to demolish the boat? Um, and then a man named Pablo Strorman started mm-hmm. a Facebook group and specifically for the purpose of creating an event for people to throw eggs at the boat as it left the harbor. Oh, wow. And more than 3,000 people RSVP'd, yes. The event description said, calling all Rotterdammers, take a box of rotten eggs with you and let's throw them en masse at Jeff's super yacht when it sails through the Hef in Rotterdam. Rotterdam was built from the rubble by the people of Rotterdam, and we don't just take that apart for the phallic symbol of a megalomaniac billionaire. Not without a fight. No, they don't. No, they do not. Mm-mm. And, like, the guy who started this group said he started it mostly as a joke, but it also came to represent, like, something pretty real, I think, to a lot of people. Yeah. No, I I love that. I mean, I almost feel like he's out Bezoing Bezos. Totally. So, you know, this this was some very negative publicity that I think Jeff Bezos didn't want, the shipbuilder didn't want, like no one wanted this. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. they kind of quietly like abandoned they abandoned they they well they didn't quietly. They announced that they were not going to dismantle the bridge. But how's it going to get out? Well, then they have the problem of like, well, how's it going to get out? So finally, so this all happened in February. Um, And then in August, under the cover of darkness, (laughs) the the boat left the left the shipbuilding yard um, Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. And it left at 1 a.m. And it arrived at the yard in Greenport, Rotterdam, which was like where they were going to kind of put the finishing touches on it. Um, And supposedly it took a roundabout way out. So the way, like if they'd been able to go 
through Dehef, it would have been 14 miles. And instead, it was 24 miles. So they just like went around, essentially. They went around. But so they were going to but they were going to dismantle a bridge for an extra 10, like to save 10 miles. My suspicion or just like my assumption is that they had no like no awareness um, of how this was going to be received. Okay. And I think they probably thought, oh, we found this elegant solution. Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. says he's going to pay to dismantle the bridge and put it back together. Who cares? Right. And instead, right. it turned out people really did care. Like the symbolism of this massive half a billion dollar yacht mm-hmm. going through this like little historic sentimental bridge was like too much. It was too much for everyone. It's too much for everyone. That's fair. It was That's too fair. much. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we should, we should take another break. And then when we come back, I have a little more to talk about, about what the yacht's been up to lately. And also just a little bit more about super yachts in general. Well, the, and the yacht made it out. So now, we, now we're going to find out about the future. The yacht the future, what it's made been it doing. out. What's been up to? What's cool. a, what, right. what has the yacht been up to? What Everyone up wants to, to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. All right. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we're back. Okay, so the yacht made it out in August and it did need like the finishing touches put on it and it had its like inaugural voyage in May. Mm-hmm. May of 2023. So first it went to Majorca, which, you know, classic yacht destination. Clearly. I've never been. I haven't been. I've never been. I've never been either. Um, and almost immediately, like, we started seeing pictures of Bezos, Jeff, and Lauren on the yacht. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an engagement party in August on the yacht in Positano um off the Amalfi coast in Italy and the following people were in attendance Bill Gates Mm -hmm. his girlfriend Paula Hurd um Wendy Murdoch also known as Rupert Murdoch's Mm ex-wife um Ari Emanuel Mm -hmm. 
who, you know, yeah. must be buds with Lauren's ex-husband. Duh. Obvi. Yes. So that's kind yes. of funny. Ari's yeah. wife also, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, the Queen of Jordan, Spider- Chris Jenner. Spider-Man. That's nice. And Corey Gamble. Well, I mean, Leo and Toby, uh, sidebar, like Leo and Toby have been friends for decades. Um, I think, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to say whose yacht that I was on, Dan, but I will say that I'm pretty sure that Leo and Toby were there. Uh Uh-huh. That does not. Not that like, not that I talked to them. Not, not that we hung out because I was busy checking out this yacht, but I I mean, Leo and Toby were... In the, and excuse my language here, um, they were in the pussy posse of the late 90s. They were in Leo's pussy posse. Indeed they were. Um, Indeed yeah. they were. And they were, um, they were caught up in all of like the Hollywood poker stuff of like the early yes. aughts. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so it does not surprise me that Leo and Toby were just kind of skulking around no, uh, no. Jeff Bezos's yacht. No, um, that doesn't surprise me at all. The like a couple, like a week or so before the engagement party, they were also photographed on the yacht, um, like pawing each other, like making out. Like um, Leo and Toby were? No, 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 no. Jeff and Lauren. Oh, okay. Okay. Make the, it out. They that's, were seen. This nice is a quote now. from page six. The couple was seen hugging, kissing, canoodling, and gazing into each other's eyes, despite the fact that they were surrounded by people, um, including Oprah and Gail King. Well, yeah, that's nice. It's nice that, I mean, I'm happy Oprah was there. So Jeff, you know, he's been taking the yacht out. He's okay. been using, he's been using the yacht. Okay. Um, another kind of funny, like, yacht connection is that one of the other biggest sailing yachts in the world belongs to Barry Diller and his Mm. wife, Diane von Furstenberg. And it's Mm -hmm. said that Bezos's yacht was inspired by Barry Diller's yacht. Barry Diller, of course, is also a billionaire. And Barry Diller and Diane von Furstenberg just threw another engagement party for Jeff and Lauren at their house in Beverly Hills. Oh, it just, you know, you know what gets me? All these rich people really do hang out together. Yes. Right? Yes. Like there they is a club. They have a do. club. They are all yes. always just hanging out. They are always hanging out, but here's what I will say about this. And I actually touched on that. I've been doing like a little um, pop culture roundup for the paid subscribers to my newsletter. And I talked Mm. about Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez's engagement party on a recent episode. And I think that, yes, all rich people hang out together. But I don't think Jeff was hanging with this crowd when he was married to Mackenzie Scott and living in Seattle. Like no, I don't think he, he was. No. No, no, wanted no. the entree to the social world that Lauren Sanchez has mm-hmm. given him. He wanted to be hobnobbing with Oprah and Chris Jenner. Um, and you know he like he wanted to be in that sort of like glamorous quote unquote Hollywood world. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You know, and that's mm-hmm. what. 
Lauren has brought to the relationship. Like he was just kind of like a tech dork. He was a hundred. He was a hundred percent a tech dork before. And like, yes, yes, yes. he, you know, he got on train to a lot of worlds because he had a lot of money, but like now it's kind of a different scenario. Um, and he's definitely like revamping his image or he has been revamping his image since he started dating her in a, in a way that's like really interesting, I think. Wow. That's, do you think that this means that he's part of the pussy posse now? No, because you know what? I, I okay, here's like their whole situation is like weird and he has way too much money. But the one thing that I will say is I do appreciate that she is age appropriate because Leo DiCaprio (laughs) does not date women who are age appropriate. He is almost 50 and he dates women in their early 20s. Yes. Yes. And Lauren is 53. Totally age appropriate. She looks 24, to be honest. Fine. But she is 53. She has a 22-year-old son. Like, she is a grown-up. She's a a grown-ass woman. She's a grown-ass woman. And, like, Mm -hmm. I... At least that aspect of it, as someone who is 46, like, Mm -hmm. I I do appreciate that aspect of their relationship. That they, I have to assume, are connecting on a level that feels... The, you know, it, it's it's different when like when you're 58 and you date someone who's 23, like you just there's a real imbalance there. There's an imbalance of power. There's like just a real imbalance. Their prefrontal cortex is not fully formed. I mean, like Mm-mm. there's just Mm-mm. a lot. And so the fact that he is dating a woman who has had actual life experience. And, you know, all of that, I I do I do think is 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 nice. This really went from our. Um... Our, our tale of Jeff Bezos' $500 million yacht to our judgment of his relationship with Lawrence. Totally. Hitches. Yeah. And I 100%. feel, I feel qualified to judge his relationship. <laughs> I feel so qualified. I feel so qualified to judge his relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm totally. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's very, it's interesting to me. Um, and of course, like, I think the whole culture of yachting is gross. Um, bad for the environment. Bad. For it's the bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. such a display of conspicuous consumption. Yeah. There's also, you know, there's all these stories of like young women getting exploited on yachts. I'm not saying that that is what is happening on Jeff Bezos's yacht, but like I'm just saying the yachting culture is like not a great one. And no. so, you know, I think as like, a symbol of the billionaire class, you can't get one that, like, you can't get a more perfect one than a freaking mega yacht. Do you think we'll be doing more stories in the future on on mega yachts? Well, the the biggest mega yacht in the world is the Azam, which mm. means determination in Arabic, and it costs more than $600 million. Um, the man who owned it was the ruler of Abu Dhabi and the president of the UAE and he died um he died last year so I don't know who owns it now 
It's mm-hmm. 593 feet long. Um, wow. So, yes, I do feel like we will be doing more on yachts because there's just a lot to say about them. Mm-hmm. I just thought this one, like the way that it came into the public consciousness was just so funny to me. Oh, I love it. And it was such a collision of like so many different socioeconomic aspects and historical aspects and cultural aspects. And um, yeah, I just yeah. really, no, just really I dig it. it. Yeah, I really dig it. I really do. I'm just wondering if we could ever get invited to Jeff Bezos' yacht. I mean, not if he listens to this episode. <laughs> I bet you he will. I bet you he will. You yeah. know what we could do, Joe, though? You know what we probably could do? We could probably get hired to work on a super yacht as crew. That feels like a whole season. I mean, I'll bet we could get that sponsored by someone. Yeah, it would be like below deck, but we would do it. But just uh, it would be below deck. Joe and Dory do below and, deck. Yeah. And just us. I mean, look, we're always we're always looking for ways to reinvent ourselves. So it's I'm here true. for that. It's so true. Um, well, you know, as we like to say, maybe you can be too rich. Maybe you can be too rich. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, and one more thing. We have an email, too much money pod at gmail.com. That's too much money pod at gmail.com. Send us ideas for things that you want us to talk about, thoughts on the episodes. I don't know, anything. Email us. Too much money pod at gmail.com. Too much money is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrir, and Joe Piazza. Music is by Lisa Brenner, and our network partner is ACAST. Thanks for listening.